whatever it is, is being censored and obliterated. A few years ago, I wrote a book called Purple Cow. It was all about why you need to be remarkable. The title came from a simple story about how boring cows are and how remarkable a purple cow would be. Advertising cannot spread the word about your product. The only tool available to you is a fundamental one. The only tool left is to stop hyping the product and to start making things worth talking about. Remarkable is not in the eyes of the marketer. It doesn't matter one bit how hard you worked on something or how cool you think it is. It's up to the consumer. If the consumer thinks it's worth remarking about, then you've got a purple cow. Every once in a while, though, a product or service is so remarkable that it changes the game. Your innovation becomes something even bigger than a purple cow. A few months after the book came out, I ran into a group that was brainstorming about ways to make their company remarkable. After a while, one participant blurted out, That's not good enough. We need to create a big moo. A big moo is the extreme purple cow, the remarkable innovation that completely changes the game. The idea stuck with me. Yes, a purple cow is what you need, but the big moo goes a step further. In order to grow at the pace the markets demand, you and your colleagues must find the big moo, the insight that is so astounding that people can't help but remark on it. In the same way that FedEx changed the world when they popularized overnight shipping, you can shake up your industry by breaking all the rules, by introducing the big moo. You must remarkableize your organization. Create a culture where the big moo shows up on a regular basis, where normal is nothing but the short pause between remarkable innovations. In fact, where normal is gone and where the new normal is a constant stream of industry-busting insights and remarkable innovations that keep your organization growing. Would you rather work at Just Marketing Inc. or at Krispy Kreme? Just Marketing is an advertising and marketing agency that focuses exclusively on motorsports. They represent companies that sponsor NASCAR, Indy, and other races. Their clients include Subway Restaurants, Diageo, Henkel, Volkswagen of America, Merrill Lynch, Time Inc., Travelodge, Jackson Hewitt Tax Service, Eli Lilly and & Company, and Armorall STP Products Company. Two years ago, Just Marketing had 18 employees. Today, they have 50 employees, and they're almost done building a new office that will house 100 people. Krispy Kreme, of course, is the famous donut franchise that has recently seen its stock decline 80%, has fired its CEO, and is now facing store closings and layoffs. My guess is that the answer is pretty obvious. For your career and your peace of mind, the choice is clear. Even though the traditional choice is to work for the big company, the public company, the company that everyone has heard of and that seemingly offers security for the long haul, we're too smart for that now. Today, people realize that real security comes from growth. Our economy is built around organizations that grow. Stocks go up when companies grow. Lives are saved when philanthropic organizations grow. Careers are built and progress is made when growth happens. Things that grow don't grow forever, but that's okay, because the experiences we collect stick with us, and we get to take those experiences wherever we go. My best job ever was at Spinnaker Software. I started in 1983 as the 30th employee. When I drove from California to Boston to start work, 
I passed a Spinnaker billboard in Chicago. Yikes! This is a big company, I thought. It turned out that this was their one and only billboard in the entire country. They had built it for a trade show. A year and a half later, the company had tripled in size, and I was already working on my fourth cool project. If I had been required to wait for someone to retire in order to do something new and interesting, I'd probably still be waiting. Musical chairs takes a long time to win if there's a lot of chairs. Instead, the fast growth of the company gave me all sorts of opportunities to develop my skills and my career. Wanting growth and attaining growth, though, are two different things. Most organizations are paralyzed, stuck in a rut, staring at the growth paradox. On one hand, they understand all the good things that will come from growth. On the other hand, they're afraid, petrified that growth means change, change means risk, and risk could mean death. Nobody wants to screw up and ruin a good thing. So the organization just sits there, motionless. The growth paradox is endemic, affecting nonprofits, big companies, startups, and even individuals. It continues to frustrate millions of employees and investors. How can we get you to embrace the idea of the purple cow? How can we help you understand that your quest for the big moo, the game-changing innovation, is the main reason, no, not the main reason, the only reason you went to work today? There isn't a logical, proven, step-by-step -step formula you can follow. Instead, there's a chaotic path through the woods, a path that includes side routes encompassing customer service, unconventional dedication, unparalleled leadership, and daring to dream. Is this a path worth staying on? Only if you want to grow. Only if you're tired of being a cog in a dehumanizing machine. Only if you're willing to embrace the quest for the big moo. My name's Seth Godin. You can find me at www.sethgodin.com. And I'm recording this in Dobbs Ferry, New York, in October 2005. Introduction The Purple League of America Some kids dream of making it to the big leagues. They imagine that John Elway just threw them the football, or that Pele just kicked a ball at their head. Others, holed up in the attic, read comic books about collaborations between Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Green Lantern. You know, the Justice League of America. My dream was to write a book with folks like Tom Peters and Malcolm Gladwell and Jacqueline Novogratz. Twisted, but true. A few years ago, after I wrote Purple Cow, I started to hear from readers who wanted me to tell them the secret. It wasn't clear to me what the secret was, but some thought there was a closely guarded magic spell that would cause a purple cow to appear in their organization. It's obvious, at least to me, that there is no secret. And at the same time, there are 85,000 secrets. Of course, there isn't just one thing that'll work. Everyone needs to hear a different message. If I could just find the right incantation for the right person at the right time, I'd be a hero. This is hard work. Finding the secret path for 85,000 different people is daunting. So I did the obvious thing. I asked the smartest people I know to help. I got help from people you've heard of, 
and from some who may be strangers to you. What they all have in common is this. They live and breathe what they write about. No posturing, no hypothetical nonsense. Together, the group has sold millions and millions of books. But they've also built entire industries, raised millions of dollars for non-profit organizations, changed the face of mass marketing and industrial design, and taught the world how to use computers. Lisa Gansky co-founded the very first commercial website. Promise Phelan runs a thriving consulting firm that teaches companies how to get their customers talking. Mark Benioff is changing the way every sales force in the world is managed. And that's just three of the 33 contributors to this book. My selfish dream would be to have dinner with this group every night. There's no way I could pull this off. Even if I could, I wouldn't be allowed to invite each one of you to dinner. So I figured that putting together a collection of short essays was the next best thing. When Lynn Gordon tells you about thinking differently, she's doing it with confidence. Her best-selling series of card decks are proof of that. When Robin Waters or William Godin talk about product design, you know from their work that they've been there and done that. Randall Rothenberg knows more about advertising and what doesn't work than anyone I've ever met. Marsha Hart has figured out how to use architecture as a competitive organizational tool. And Jay Gouliard did more than invent Gogurt. He changed the way giant organizations get innovation done. Virtually every person I asked to participate said yes, without hesitation. Part of this is due to the fact that all our proceeds go to charity. But even bigger than that, I think, is our desire to get more people to understand how very cool it is to live out your remarkable dreams. You'll notice that the individual contributions...